expect from a flying carpet. Ow! Ow! Hey! Whoa! He yelped as he bumped along, lickety-split, up the stairs. The staircase must have been much taller than he thought. He just kept on bumping and rolling without coming to the top of the stairs. Of course, he wasn't seeing things all that well. Spinning around in that rug was making him pretty dizzy. Everything was swirling around like a pink tornado. Beamer finally thudded to a stop. As the whirl of pink in his head slowed down, he noticed that he was no longer on the stairs. He also began having second thoughts about what he was wrapped up in. It wasn't a rug or a carpet or a straitjacket anymore. He was in a cocoon. A pink cocoon. What was worse, he was stuck in the middle of a huge pink spider web. He twisted and kicked, trying to break out of the cocoon. The web shook beneath him. Pretty soon it was shaking even more. He strained to tilt his head back. Then he saw it. A pink nightmare whose eight legs were churning in perfect order across the web. Soon he was going to be one big slurpee for that hairy spider behemoth. Soon it would be all over. No obituary, no tombstone, no nothing. Since none of this could possibly be real, Beamer McIntyre wasn't even going to be history. He was just one more fantasy character crumpled and tossed into the trash can. He flailed about one last time trying to escape. Beamer thumped on a hard surface. Ow! he yelped in pain. Anxiously, he fought the confinement of the cocoon. Finally, he threw it off. But it wasn't a cocoon anymore. It was a blanket. His sister's pink quilt. Yuck! No wonder everything was pink. His blanket must have been in the wash, and his mom snuck his sister's on his bed under the bedspread. He looked up and saw the ceiling with the ice cream cone water stain. He was back in his bedroom, on the floor, next to his bed. It was all a dream. A silly old dream. He sighed. Talk about twisted fairy tales. Beamer! You'll be late for school, his mom called from the kitchen downstairs. Stove, plate foa low, toaster on, he heard her say. The only way to get the kitchen appliances to work in this house was to talk to them. But you had to talk to them nicely and in a southern accent. Californian wouldn't cut it. That's where Beamer had come from, California. Living on Murphy Street in Middle America was turning out to be a whole new ball game. Mom! A shrill voice shouted at the same time. Where are my pink Nikes? It was Beamer's big sister, Erin, otherwise known as Zero Zero Zero. Those are the coordinates for the center of the universe, which is what she thought she was. It was totally disgusting. As far as she was concerned, everyone and everything else in the universe revolved around her. Also at the same time, Beamer heard alternating thumping and slapping sounds on the staircase. That was the sound of a strange quadruped named Michael, his nine-year-old brother, who always came up the steps on all fours. The last set of sounds came from his dad in the shower. Too hot! Too hot! he said to the plumbing. Colder, colder, colder. Ah, just right. 
This was why Beamer didn't have many sleepovers at his house. During history class, it finally occurred to Beamer where at least part of his dream had come from. It should have been obvious. It was the web. His web. Nearly two stories tall and as wide as the house, the famous McIntyre web was the nightmare in the attic, the greatest entomological mystery this side of Cleveland. Up until Christmas, the scientists experimenting on the web in their attic weren't even sure that it was a real web. Some thought it was man-made, somebody's joke or a hobby project or a mad scientist's experiment. But back on Christmas Eve, Malgotha, the webmaker, had returned. She'd spun a cocoon around every piece of scientific equipment surrounding the web. Then she sucked the electronic life out of them, leaving them totally useless, as dead as the...